0: Have you tried to mobilize a joint or worked with soft tissue restrictions and the tension just won't change? Or the client comes back with increased pain? Listen in to today's episode as I describe my approach to tension in the body that does not want to release. Hello friends, this is Lynn Schulte, and you are listening to the Birth Healing Summit podcast. We are here for meaningful conversations that will transform the way you work with pregnant and postpartum clients. Whether it is a new perspective, tool, or technique, you'll be able to implement it into your practice today. I invite you to sit back, listen with an open mind, and grab the golden nugget today's guest has to offer. Now let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode. Today, I want to be talk to you about what to do when the tissues just won't release. This is a passion of mine because I feel I remember learning as a PT, even as massage therapist, you know, our job is to get the tissues to release. And um, we do what we can. And and I know earlier on in my career, I thought more force was better. So we're going to just make the tissues release. And what I found over the years is that when I did that, the pain actually came back worse. And what I started discovering is that actually the pain has a message or a job that it's trying to do. There's there's a reason the tissue is hanging on for dear life and more force is not what's needed. And so I want to talk today about some, some ideas, some things that you can do when you find that a tissue is just resistant to releasing. Um, one of the first things that I do, so number one, instead of bringing your agenda to the body, meaning I'm going to make that tissue. I'm going to mobilize that joint. I'm going to get it mobile. I'm going to make that muscle let go. Um, I'm, you know, pain. We can't be as, um, (laughs) as forceful on pain's going to be there or not. Um, But, you know, muscles, we feel like we can just more pressure to just get it to melt and more force on the joint to get the joint to move the way it's supposed to. Um, That is all our agenda on the body. And I invite you to let that go Um, because that has rarely, rarely, rarely in my history and my experience has rarely worked. So we need to um, approach the body a little differently. And the way I approach the body today, which I find way more effective is to just get curious with it and bring curiosity and questions to the body. Um, whenever I'm working on a client, I have a million questions going through my head. Maybe not a million, but several questions are always flowing through my head as I'm working on the body. And the first question is, what am I f- feeling? What am I sensing? What am I noticing with the tissue I'm I'm working with? And I'm like, okay, there's increased tone, there's increased tension um, I'm noticing in that pelvic floor muscle. All right, great. Where do I feel like, what do I notice about that tension? Um, And here's where getting um, curious and being open to um, what you sense and feel um, can be really, really valuable when you develop the skills that it takes to be able to listen to the body. And some of those skills are one, having a really strong therapeutic presence, Um, Being able to be so grounded and embodied in your body that you can get intuitive hits or feelings or sensations or ideas that pop up. Um, to help guide you as to what you're sensing in that tissue. So intuition, therapeutic presence, intuition is another tool that you need to develop to be able to bring to what you're working with with the tissue. Um, and then, um, then curiosity. And staying open to experiencing what needs to happen, what wants to happen, instead of us forcing the direction of pressure, the amount of pressure, the um, the force, all that, we get curious and let the tissue talk to us. We let the tissue guide us. And when you do that, the body, we need to understand the body is way more intelligent than your eye. And we need to um, take a, a back seat and let the body start talking to us and being more um, open to the signals that the body's trying to give us. So some of those signals for me is um, when I put my hands on the, the body or a certain tissue, I may get a wrenching gut like, ugh, to me, that's a sign there's a lot of trauma in the body or there's something big going on in that body. My, my stomach will just kind of tighten. Um, I may get an emotion that pops up. Um, and that's the empath and me able to sense into the emotion in someone else. Um, and I would have happened to, um, state that I think a lot of us that are in this field are empaths, um we really get affected by other people's emotions or we can sense into other people's emotions and that can serve us really really well when we know how to use it health um uh, accurate not accurately but use it in a helpful way um and i try to i don't I'm not open to it unless I have my hands on the body or I'm in that therapeutic relationship with someone. Um, I don't keep it open as I'm walking around. Now it may come up, but I, it's not mine to deal with or to do anything with, um, when I encounter it with someone that I'm like meeting on the street or something like that. Um, but it it can be very, very helpful. And one of the things that really helped me with that emotional piece is, um, when I noticed in myself that my emotions drastically changed, like in an instant, like totally fine, happy that, you know, going about my day. And then all of a sudden I'm like angry. And I was like, Whoa, what happened? Why, why am I angry? I, nothing happened in my life that made me, you know, to have this anger and that's when i got curious and i would just ask the question of like who does this belong to like whose whose emotion did i just pick up on that i'm unaware of that now i am feeling what they're feeling and what that does is just kind of distance ourselves from the emotion now i truly believe that we are able to feel whatever we're picking up on others because we have an opening within ourselves and so it's an opportunity of like okay i must have anger in there i wonder what that's about and we can get curious with that Um, and um approach it from an angle of curiosity versus like oh well i have anger and we start judging ourselves judging does nobody any good Um, And so when you find yourself judging yourself, maybe you can just shift it a little bit. And instead of judging, maybe bring curiosity to it. I wonder what this is about. I wonder, I wonder, I use that a lot. I wonder what's causing this tissue to be so tight. I wonder what it would take for this tissue to release. That is a question that I love asking when I'm at a standstill. Like I have no ideas, nothing's coming up. Um, I'm really feeling this tension, this tissue. um, I sense that if that tissue could let go, that that could really help my client and what they're dealing with um and so I wonder, I wonder what it's going to take for this tissue to let go and I'll say it out loud in my session. and usually what happens is that my I will get an idea or my client will say something that will be the impetus to start the ball rolling and we go we follow that and and that ends up being what causes the muscle to let go um but um we also need to remember that, It's not our job to force the muscle to release because if the muscle has tension in there, there's usually a reason why it has tension. And unless we get to that reason, um, it's not going to go away and we need to, um, be okay, not letting a muscle let go. Um, and so the more we can help our clients tune into the area that is, is, is tense or help them to feel that, that muscle. So the very first thing I like to do to keep it nice and easy is if I find a muscle that will not let go, breath and awareness, just bring your breath down or, or I like to help them to feel it. So let's say we're I'm internally working with the pelvic floor muscles and the left levator muscle group is just tight. And I'll just have I'll I'll press my fingers on it and say, "What do you notice about over here? What can you sense here?" And then if the other side is drastically different and more normal tone, I'll press in on that side and say, "Versus here, what do you notice over here compared to over here?" And see what they can sense about the difference. Um, and they're like, "Yeah, it feels tighter. It's yeah, that's it's that's more tender too." Okay, great. Let's just bring your breath and awareness down there. Okay. Can you just breathe down to where my fingers are? Just gently laying on those tissues. And while that's happening, I'm sensing and seeing, does that make a change in the muscle tone intention? And sometimes breath and awareness is all it needs. It just needs like, Hey, I'm here. I'm holding on other times. It needs to, we need to dive in deeper to get to the sense of what's holding that, that muscle. And in my birth healing intensive program, there's seven different things seven different things that could be being held in that tissue. And there could be more too, but those are kind of the the most common ones that I experience when I'm working with my clients. Um, And so I'd love to help you to know those seven different things so that you can explore when your client does say something, you're like, oh, that's that one. And now you know how to kind of help them dialogue around it because it's not about us doing anything. It's really about awakening their own inner um, healing and their own inner knowingness. And we're just guiding them. And what's most important about this work is that we're letting the tissues guide us, the tissues, the response in the tissues is what's guiding us whether we're going down the right path. Now I had, um, I, I was teaching a class and I had this right-sided, it just felt like my psoas muscle was just so tight and it was just causing me so much pain and, you know, tension in there. And, you know, I'm trying to stretch it and it's just not, not happening. And, um, Jenny Knox, who is a certified practitioner was at the class. And I was like, Jenny, after class, can you say, can you help me? I just need my psoas muscle released. And, um, so after class I laid down and she was just like tuned into that area and she felt my psoas muscle. She's like, Lynn, it's not your psoas muscle. And I go, that's where the pain is. That's where I, you know, I sense it, but it wasn't my muscle. She's like, but you're blocked. You have zero energy flowing down your right leg. And I was just like, oh, as soon as she brought my awareness to it, then I was able to, um, feel that, but, I couldn't feel it. I wasn't aware of it beforehand. And so um, I tuned into the block and she's like, okay, so what, what do you sense about this? And my head goes, well, I think it's this, this, and this. And she's like, there is no change. And she's like, so go deeper. What else could it be? And I'm like, well, oh, I think it's this, this, and this. and that's when the tissue started to melt. And she's like, yes, now we're on it. And so that's where the the brilliance of the body and the tissues and the response in the tissues can guide us to really get to the root cause. And so if you're internal and you're on that tight pelvic floor muscle that doesn't want to release and your client starts talking about, maybe their partner or, or their mom. And you notice that as they're talking about that, the tissue starts relaxing and letting go. There's something significant about what they're saying and knowing how to kind of dialogue with your client about that is so helpful in resolving that tension in the tissues so we need to understand that the tissues are doing something for a reason and it's our job to work with our client to help figure out what that reason is. And when you use the skills that we have inside of us, that therapeutic presence, that intuition that we all have, and I'm going to do another podcast on intuition. So please look for that and listen to that podcast because intuition, I say, is probably the most important tool that we can bring to our sessions that can help us out the most. We all think it's that PT knowledge or um, anatomy, physiology knowledge that we learned in our training, but I want to tell you that I feel our intuition can guide us better it's nice having all that information, but um that can only take us to what we know. And our intuition knows so much more than our head can ever know. And to me, that's the the muscle that I want to develop more and more and more. And that is my the muscle of intuition, building that intuition because that's what guides me. That's what tells me what needs to happen in order to help the person on my table. And, um, it's, and it's so much fun. It's so much fun, especially when you get out of your head and into your hands and you just let your hands kind of do the work takes the pressure off of us. That's why I love that intuitive piece because it's not Mind to, to, um, figure out. I rely on that, that intuitive guidance, which really to me is like spirit working through me. Um, and so there's so, so much to making this all happen. And I am so passionate about this way of approaching the body that, um, I have taken my, what used to be a four day advanced postpartum, um, force and have turned it into a nine-month healing intensive. And that is for anyone who is interested in developing more of their therapeutic presence, more curiosity, more of their intuition. This program is designed to help you to do all that and learn the seven different things that it could be that can be held stuck in the tissue and it also is designed to help you do your own work so that you can show up more powerfully for your clients. We can only take our clients to the degree that we have gone ourselves. And to me, doing our own work is again, one of the other most important pieces to us doing this work is we need to be able to uh, be as clear of a channel as we can to um, help others. And so that's what this birth healing intensive program is all about. And I am just beyond thrilled of this program and what we've designed, what I've designed for it um, and how it can support you in doing this work more successfully and more powerfully, and just getting some amazing results for you and your clients. So I would love for you, please uh, be on the lookout. Uh, We're going to be doing um, at the end of October, beginning of November, we're going to be doing um, some Q&A calls, um, talking more about what the program entails and the cost of it and everything. So please be looking out for that. Um, I think, uh, November 1st, I'm going to be doing a Q and a call for anyone interested in that program and would love to have you on board. So, um, and please reach out to me if you do have any questions, um, because I want you to, to know about this program and to see if it's a right fit for you. It's not for everybody. Um, I know it is not for everybody and that's okay, but it is for those that are really interested in taking this work to the next level and really doing the deep healing work that we all need to do for ourselves to be better. Uh, practitioners. Okay. So thanks everybody for listening in. Please listen to those tissues, start with breath on awareness and see what happens. Get curious with those tissues and, um, and don't force anything to happen. Okay. All right. Thanks for listening in. We'll see you all on the next episode and here's to smoother births and faster recoveries. Take care everybody. Bye-bye. Today's podcast was brought to you by the Institute for Birth Healing. To discover more, visit InstituteForBirthHealing.com. To claim $50 off of any online course, use coupon code PODCAST50 at checkout. Till next time, I'm Lynn Schulte, founder of the Institute for Birth Healing.